0: Welcome Welcome to
1: Barbershop.talk podcast. This is the podcast where the topics are determined by the conversation that you had in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today in our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod and I am your host and I am an out the way studio here in Indianapolis, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my K- co-host, KC. Uh, KC. Hey. KC. Hey, uh, could you turn to me?
0: So...
1: Is KC here? <laughs> I cannot believe I started a podcast and KC is not in his normal seat. But it's... KC
2: uh casey said he's not gonna be in tonight why didn't anybody tell me (laughs) i'm ready to start the podcast uh well, here's your options you can do the podcast alone or you can do it with me
1: uh i wasn't prepared to do the podcast with anybody else
2: well i'm the only one here
1: well, I tell you what. Let's let our audience make the decision. Hey, audience, audience, do you want me to do the podcast with? Uh, by the way, what is your name?
2: My name is Janice. You can call me Janice.
1: Okay, Janice. Hey, audience, do you want to do the podcast and let Janice be the co-host? All right, Janice, it look like you're in. <laughs> All right. Well, have a seat. This is where Casey normally sits. And this is casey uh, uh screen so if you need to look at it for clues and stuff feel free to do that um
2: well, I, I can do this I, I know what i'm doing just you handle your part jayrod and i got this
1: Ooh. wow you got a lot of confidence there but all right let's roll with it okay
0: I Sonny.
1: Welcome, welcome to barbershop.talk podcast. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod and I am your host. I am an out the way studio here in Indianapolis, also known as Naptown. And I am joined tonight with a different host, and her name is Janice.
2: Thank you, J-Rod. It's a pleasure to co-host Talk podcast here in Out The Way Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal from critique. To humor and fun, all in the attempts to present to the audience the real flavor of barber dot talk.
1: Wow, that wasn't too bad. Well, Jenna? That that wasn't too bad. How do you feel about that? That was easy.
2: Uh. I just so, seen this button on his desk that says easy, so I just went ahead and pushed it. <laughs> but it was kind of easy, though.
1: All right, okay, if you say so. All right, welcome aboard as my uh, my co-host for tonight. Now, there was a lot of conversations in the barbershop, uh, and I noticed that a couple of people send things into KC. What do you see over there on his desk?
2: Well, he has this one thing about a customer... I think his name is, it looks like his name is Evan.
1: Yeah, Evan is a a regular uh, customer in the shop.
2: Well, he wanted to share this clip. He said that uh, he got a new job and he's working in Church's Chicken.
1: (laughs) Evan's working at Church's Chicken?
2: Well, that's what it has down here.
1: All right, so what do you want to talk about, Church's Chicken? (laughs) That seems a little odd.
2: Well, he said that uh, he recorded this conversation with this older lady because when she called in, she thought that Church's Chicken was a actual church. She thought she was called into the church. He said it was pretty uh, entertaining, So, or entertaining, so I'm going to play it for you.
1: All right, go ahead and play it. Church's Chicken, a church. Okay.
3: Uh,
4: churches Chris. Uh yeah, who's y'all pastor?
3: Who is our name? Who's y'all pastor? Oh,
4: uh, this is Church's Chicken.
3: This ain't the church?
4: No.
3: Uh what's your name, baby? Huh? What what church is this? This is Church's
4: Chicken. This is a restaurant, man.
3: Oh, y'all don't have prayer service?
4: No, this is Church's Chicken, a restaurant, man. You have the wrong churches.
3: Oh well, what time is y'all service?
4: Man, yeah, yeah. This is not church. This is not church. This is church is chicken.
3: Well, they say church.
4: Yeah, church? It's, it's Church of chicken.
3: Well, don't the chicken belong to the church?
4: <laughs> no, man.
3: Well, what time y'all open?
4: What time we open?
3: Uh, uh-huh.
4: <laughs> we open at uh, ten thirty.
3: Well, then, well, so y'all start like uh at eleven o'clock.
4: Yeah, we started
3: serving chicken at 10.30, man. Well, what about Sunday school?
4: <laughs> man, this is not a church.
3: What's your name, baby?
4: <laughs> My name is Chris.
3: Well, have you been born again? Huh? Let me pray for you, bow your head. Lord, <laughs> help Chris, Lord. We're down and fried the chicken in your name, Lord, with mashed potatoes and, and okra and corn and all that stuff they be serving. And that they get 10% of the U Amen. Well, we'll be up there, me and all my members here. Okay. Praise God. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that is the weirdest call. And I do have to say that Evan's a, re- a really nice young man. <laughs> he was so polite to that lady.
2: Well, it was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> I can't help but laugh. That was hilarious.
1: All right, I never in my life would imagine that somebody would uh, think that the actual church's chicken was a, a church. That, that, that's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. You know, we, we got to move off of that because I, I do respect my elders and I don't want to talk about them, but that was kind of funny. Uh, you know, but there was a serious topic that came into the barbershop or came up in the barbershop this weekend.
2: Really? What was it all about?
1: Well, they was talking about how corrupt politics is, you know, and they never in their in a lifetime that that corruption is now in the courts and we're talking about the supreme court of the united states in particular uh justice thomas you've got to really hear what this guy had to say about that and it is truly eye-opening he is letting in some insight that i did not know about Clarence thompson uh, 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 justice uh, clarence uh, in his wife. so let's listen to it
3: good morning Professor Siegel here.
5: Good morning. Ginny
3: Thomas, the wife of Clarence Thomas, lobbied for many, many years against the Affordable Care Act. That's fine. She got paid for lobbying against the Affordable Care Act. That's fine. Clarence Thomas voted several times to either overturn or completely destroy the Affordable Care Act. Not so fine. Clarence Thomas did not report his wife's income from lobbying against the Affordable Care Act while he was voting against the Affordable Care Act. What? That is really not fine. And now we hear that Jenny Thomas was basically part of the insurrection and wanted to convince Arizona lawmakers to overturn the results of a fair election. Not fine. Agreed. It is time for the Congress to investigate Justice Clarence Thomas. Hope you have a good day.
5: Do you agree?
1: Wow. That is a shame that all this corruption is now going into the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court of the United States. So we do have a big issue, and I do believe that uh, most of the issues contribute to our former president, Trump, um, and it's spilling over to our courts.
2: Well, that, that is truly amazing. And something is going to have to happen. Uh, the difficult piece that I see is that the courts have to police themselves. And I don't think there's any rules or laws that will help us punish Justice that is not uh, acting ethical
1: yeah yeah I think that's a good point. I think this is almost something that wasn't anticipated I do know there's a couple of things as far as the ethics size where you can say that uh, you can have them or force them to uh, remove themselves from a case but I don't think there's really thing in place to remove something off of that court and I think that is something that me we, we may want to think about in the future
2: yeah i do too i think that's a serious issue
1: wow you know i do like these clips and so uh, let's let's continue on with that
2: okay i'm just here so whatever you want to do
1: hey you know I, my brother was telling about the situation this phone call that he had because you know my family's in the hair business and my wow. younger brother also owns his own a shop and apparently he had two seats that was available in his barbershop and he got a phone call where somebody wanted to actually rent a boot. And when I say rent a boot, that means rent a chair. But the, the guy had a disability. And I don't think with the type of disability he had was really appropriate for him to work in the shop. And so I think my brother, my brother's a pretty nice guy. and was trying to tell him in a nice way. Uh, but I think the conversation did not go very positive at the end. So let me do this. I'm gonna pause for a second cause I'm gonna play that recording. You know, we can record everything today and he recorded this phone call. So if you have any little children in the room, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna pause here and ask you to remove them for the room. So I'm gonna be silent and please do that. All right, hopefully they are out of the room. Now let's go ahead and play this clip and play this telephone call. I remember it's my youngest brother, and somebody wanted a job in his shop.
0: Yeah, even though I'm blind, here you go. Right, the blind blind. Here we go. Hello. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to reach i uh, I'm trying to reach a B Jenkins that run it, the the bar. B. Jenkins. Yeah, you now you run the the barber shop down there, don't you? I own the
4: barber
0: shop. Okay, now I'm trying to see if if y'all got any uh, booth rentals down there where I can come in there and cut some hair. I've been cutting how a long time. I want to see if y'all got some room down there. They tell me you, you, might, you might have had some come available.
4: I got two booths open right now. Two of my guys went and left and out of town and went left to get a job at that start. Okay. But, uh, I got two booths open right now. You need a booth?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get in there and get the cutting. Now, you, now how much you charge for, for booth rental on a weekly basis? That's uh, $200 a week. $200 a week, that's $800 a month. That's still good, because there's just 200 Now, when can I get down there so you can meet me? You know, where we well, can show me around the shop so I can know what... I'm open from 8 to 7.
4: That's uh, that's Tuesday two through two
0: Saturday. All right, because I want to see if I can maybe meet you there so I can get down there and just feel my way around. Well, come on. Then what I want to ask you, do you mind doing for me? Do you think you could possibly put up some ramps where you got steps at, and uh, and your phone? Could you take your mind if you take the phone and put it in braille for?
4: Oh wait, wait, wait a minute. What the hell? I need to put my shit in. taking 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 rampside and, and putting phones in and braille for. What, what, what's going on with you?
0: Well, I'm 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 I'm, I'm blind, but I still, do, you know, I'm not gonna let that stop me.
4: You know, I'm still going. Oh no 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 hell no man. You hell, wait a minute. Goddamn, you! What? I'm I'm blind, <laughs> but see
0: now, see I've been, but I've been cutting my hair for over ten years, and folks say my hair could always look good. So I didn't figure I'm gonna start cutting hair now. Oh well, yeah,
4: what you might cut hair, there might be some good shit that you do, but just can't cut no hair in my shop. Not being blind, doc. Yeah, bring that kind of shit down my shop, man. No way. What... I ain't got no problem with that, baby, But you, you just can't do it now. Well wait, wait not because
0: you see this is what they call they call discrimination. You can't do that. You can't discriminate
4: from people because they got some type of handicap belongs to them. You uh, Listen, hold on, let me tell you something, man. I'm not trying to be trying to put you out of business doing what you need to do, but you just can't do that shit at my shop, man. I don't care if you call it discrimination, scrimination, <laughs> or what? Not not it, not at my shop, not at B. Jenkins' shop. You just can't do it, baby. Listen, now, that, this, I
0: know how to cut hair. I know how to give folks a lining and stuff like that. Now, I ain't tried to use no razor, nothing like no, that. No,
4: but I don't know, man. Come on, dude. Listen, <laughs> can't you find something else to get into besides trying to
0: cut hair? Well, this is something, this is what I like, though. This is what, this, this, I feel like this is my calling, you see? And that's what, you know, my name is, I didn't tell, my name is Lining.
4: You just can't do
0: it in my shop. I'm sorry. I, no, cause see, now that's what I don't. I don't care to hear something like this here. Now I've been. I'm calling you like a man. I got the qualifications, and I'm able to do it. And I want to be able to come down there. And I told you when I first. What I tell you, I said I wanted to feel my way around. Didn't I say that?
4: Your way back. I needed to be able to see what you doing. I mean, I don't care about you being able to cut no ass being blind. Doc. You
0: got to be able to see to do that shit. This could probably do do wonders for your shop. People have come from miles <laughs> around to see somebody like myself cutting. I cut. that kind of shit in my shop. Did you hear what I said? I heard what you said, but what I'm saying, but see, now what? You, what I don't want you to do is make me mad about this.
4: But, this, because I don't, you know, not... not... You're going to get mad about something that belongs to me. I'm, I'm, I'm offering, and uh, you telling me the shit, that you're blind. I, I can't help you when you run, man. Come on with that. Hey, now, listen, I'm going to tell you this here, and
0: I'm going to tell it to you straight. I'm coming down there to that barber shop. I'm going to fill these booths out, and I'm going to start cutting. Now, what, one thing I don't want to do is have to
4: get into no tussle with you. I don't you want that. Don't worry getting in no goddamn trouble with me. if you bring Uh-oh. your ass up in my Uh-oh. shot how much you gonna cut hair? <laughs> and it should—it's it, gonna be some description. It's gonna be some goddamn furniture moving around up in this mother. Well, damn it, I'm coming down there, and I'm coming down there this evening. Now, one thing—you bring your ass nowhere. Now you better keep your ass with my
1: shop. Go... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it off right there because uh, I know my brother—he's always up for a challenge, and I know for. <laughs> Back when he said, I don't want to tussle with you, that that was the wrong thing to say. Oh my goodness.
2: I cannot believe <laughs> that so <phone> called. <laughs> I have never heard of a blind barber. Never, ever in my life.
1: Well, you're not going to hear about a blind barber working in his barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. That is just not going to happen. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. And I mean, that is really, really crazy. You know, I don't know if it's time to go into a break <laughs> after that or, uh, no, I think I'm going to talk a little bit longer because I'm, I'm looking, I, w- I was reading the newspaper yesterday and they was talking about, you know, all the immigrants and they was talking in great Britain that now what they're doing, if anybody, uh, is an immigrant to their country, they are shipping them somewhere else. They are shipping them out. Um, I don't know if I agree with that at all.
2: Well, you know what they're doing. They're just copying off of the United States. Anything that the United States do, you know, Great Britain want to do the same thing.
1: You know, you're absolutely right. This is supposed to be the land of the free, the land of the brave, the melting pot of the world, and we seem to be um, getting away from that. Uh, But, however, they did play uh, a little portion on the radio about a conversation of these two immigrants that came to this country i think it was of the uh the muslim faith uh from the middle east somewhere and they was talking about how they're becoming uh americans you know acting like americans matter of fact i'm just gonna have you listen to the conversation and then you can make any comments if you like
2: okay i'll listen Listen to to it. it
6: two iraqis they come to america and they get off the boat they shake hands it's okay listen let's make a pact let's meet one year today and find out who's become the most Mm americanized the year today they meet and he says mohammed how things going he's well i'm jumping in the old minivan i'm taking the kids to soccer practice i'm the coach i'm stopping at starbucks and i'm gonna get myself a 12 pack of budweiser go home watch me some football yeah he's how things going for you he goes screw you towelhead
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, you can't get any more American than that.
2: <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't listen to that. Maybe I
1: encouraged you. <laughs> yeah, that that was. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. You know, so now I think it's time for us to uh, uh, take a break and uh, recognize our sponsors. That may be a good idea. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> this is the part of the program we, we pause and recognize our sponsor the first sponsor we want to recognize is king cap that's right he is gracious enough to allow us to use his studio every week to do our podcast now, also, he has a lot of organizations under his umbrella, and but the one he is most proud of is custom-made T-shirts. So, if you want any of your apparel, and I'm talking about pants, shirts, hoodies, shoes, you name it, he can customize it. If you have any interest in his service, please email him at KingCat, K-I-N-G, capital K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com.
3: Yeah.
2: I wanna do that. let me do that. Let me do that. Let me do a second sponsor.
6: Sure, why not?
2: Okay. We also like to recognize our second sponsor, 421 Barbershop, located in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you would like to get some fairy.
1: Uh, no <laughs> i'm gonna have you try that again <laughs> you really kind of chop that up a little bit play on words chop up <laughs> but try it again
2: okay sorry about that we want to recognize our second sponsor 421 barbershop in indianapolis on michigan road where good things happen to your hair so if you want something good to happen to your hair come on in to 421 barbershop and check out any of our master barbers. There's one other thing I want to add: it is a family barber shop.
1: Oh yeah, so much. That was so much better the second time around. Way to go! We could take that. All right, let's go ahead and move on in our program. <laughs> wow, that was pretty good. You know, what are we gonna, else we're going to talk about today? Uh, did Casey leave any notes over there?
2: Uh, no, I don't. I don't see anything. Let me keep checking. Uh, what is this over here? Well, he might have put. A, well, I don't know what this is. Oh, he was talking about the. Uh, or at least have a note here about the January sixth uh, committee um, hearing.
1: Yeah, that's a serious topic. You know, it's one thing that I'm going to ask our listeners to do. Check out these hearings. You really need to know what's going on. Educate yourself what's happening in your country. Educate yourself to see what's going on that's impacting you. Now, one of the things I do like about the uh, the hearings, because I've been checking it out, is that the people who testify, you can see them testify in their own words. So there's no more he says, she says stuff. It's actually hearing them testify. Now, I want you to listen to uh, Bill Barr, who was the Attorney General of the United States. And Trump was trying to use him as his personal attorney. And do you remember when he quit? Maybe maybe it was three or four weeks um, uh, before they transferred the power over to Biden. And I thought that was strange because he did a lot of stuff during uh, uh, the time that he was an attorney general, but then all of a sudden he quit. Now, you get to hear him in his own words, the conversation that he had with Trump that led him to resigning. You gotta listen to this.
5: Last week, uh, we presented the testimony of former uh, Attorney General Bill Barr, uh, who testified before uh, this committee. Today, we present additional evidence, including his testimony that former President Trump started making claims of election fraud immediately after the election and that Barr concluded the claims were untrue. Now due to the length of Attorney General Barr's testimony, we're only gonna include relevant portions at the hearing today. So let's play um, the video.
6: The department, in fact, when we uh, received specific and credible allegations of fraud, made an effort to look into these to satisfy ourselves uh, that they uh, were without merit. and And I was in the posture of trying to figure out there was an avalanche of all these allegations of fraud that built up over a number of days, and it was like playing whack-a-mole, because something would come out one day, and then the next day it would be another issue. Also, I was influenced by the fact that all the early claims uh, that I understood on, uh, were were completely bogus and silly, and usually based on complete misinformation. And so I, I didn't consider the quality of claims right out of the box to to give me any you know, feeling that there was really substance here.
5: For the the first time since the election, uh, the Attorney General spoke personally with the President on November 23rd, and this was at the White House. Let's play the video, please.
6: So on November 23rd, I I hadn't spoken to the President since the election, and in fact, as I said, since the middle of October, roughly. And uh, it was a little getting awkward because obviously he had lost the election and I hadn't said anything to him. And so Cipollone said, you know, I think it's time you come over here. And uh, so I came over to meet with the president in the Oval Office and and Meadows were, and Cipollone were there. And the president, and, and this is leading up to this conversation with Kushner, um, The president uh, said there had been major fraud and uh, that uh, as soon as the facts were out, the results of the election would be reversed. And he went on on this for quite a while, as he's prone to do. And then he got to something that I was expecting, which is to say that apparently the Department of Justice doesn't think that uh, it has a role of looking into these fraud claims. And I said, you know, that has to be the campaign that raises that with the state. The department doesn't take sides in elections and the department is not an extension of of, uh, your legal team. Uh, And our role is to investigate fraud. And if we'll look at something, if it's if it's specific, credible and could have affected the outcome of the election. And and we're doing that. And it's just not they're not they're just not meritorious. They're not panning out. And as I walked out of the Oval Office, Jared was there with Dan Scavino, who ran his, ran the president's um, social media and who I thought was a reasonable guy and believe is a reasonable guy. And I said, uh, how long is how long is he going to carry on with this uh, stolen election stuff? Where is this going to go? And by that time, uh, Meadows had caught up with me and uh leaving the office and caught up to me and and said uh that uh uh he said look i i I think uh that he's becoming more realistic and knows that there's a limit to how far he can take this and then jared said you know yeah we're working on this we're working on
5: it even after His attorney general told him his claims of election fraud were false. President Trump continued to promote these claims.
6: I felt that things continued to deteriorate between the 23rd and the weekend of the 29th. And then on November 29th, he appeared on Maria Bartiromo's show, uh, Sunday Futures, I believe it was. And he said that the department was missing in action. Well no, we had glitches where
1: they The thing is, you really have to listen to the hearing where you can hear the inside scoop by the people who's actually involved. and it is much deeper than you ever, ever imagined. So continue to uh, look at the hearings if you are viewing them. If you are not, I highly encourage you to listen to them. Don't let them tell you your vote doesn't count, because this demonstrates, this demonstrate it does count. If it did not count, they wouldn't have went through this much effort to try to overturn your choice or your vote. All right. With that being said, I guess I'm going to go ahead and, and sign off. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast tonight. And Janice, I'm going to have you go ahead and sign off.
2: I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemy about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite uh, podcast platform. Let us have peace in the street, be safe, be wise, and we say go mob.
1: not bad janice but i surely hope that casey is back
2: well wait a minute now i thought i did pretty good too
1: uh you did